0: Is better living. Glory to God. It's the best kind of living. Amen. Glory to God. This morning we want to talk about. Amen. Kingdom living is a change mind. Glory to God. In order for us to live after the dictates of the kingdom of God, we've got to glory to God. Have a change mind. Amen. We've got to have a change. Somebody say a changed mind. change mind. Now it's important that we understand that we need a changed mind based on the day and time that we live in. Amen? We live in a day and time, glory to God, where we're being dictated to by everything and everybody. We watch TV, dictation. We listen to music, dictation. We on social media, dictation. Amen? Everything that we do in our day and time, there's something out there trying to dictate to us the way that we should go. Amen? Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say that's culture. that's culture. That's the culture we live in, glory to God. Culture has a way of dictating to who, as to who we are and what we do. Now the danger with that is, glory to God, even in the body of Christ, we start following the dictates of our day instead of following after the word of God or the kingdom of God. Amen? So culture. Now culture, if you Glory to God, grew up in Polk County. You might, I don't know about, back in the day, or, or nowadays, amen, back in the day, didn't too many of us take agriculture. <laughs> didn't too many of y'all take ag, amen? Nowadays, glory to God, I, I substitute ag, and it's everybody in ag. Everybody in ag nowadays, amen, every, every color. But when you talk about culture, amen, culture is it's a, it's a, it's a word, amen, that comes from that word agriculture. Amen. And and, and agriculture has to do with you, glory to God, being positioned somewhere, a planet somewhere in order to grow a certain way. Amen. Amen. Now we live in a world, glory to God, where the culture of our day is trying to dictate to us how we grow. Amen. Now, in order for us, amen, to, to live according to the kingdom of God, we've got to be able to change our mindset. Everybody say mindset. You see, the culture tries to set us in a certain place for us to follow after a certain thing. But in order for us to grow as the kingdom of God has designed for us to grow, we've got to be willing and able to do what? To change our mind. Paul says in the book of Romans chapter 12, he says in the book of Romans chapter 12, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, what? Which is your reasonable, sur- oh that's the least you can do. And then he says in verse 2, he says and be not conformed somebody say conformed. "Conform." to what? This world, but be what? Transformed Transform by the renewing of your mind. Amen, so it's important for us in the body of Christ to understand how, amen, we need to change the way we think glory to God, that our thinking will line up with the word of God and watch this, that it won't get caught up in our culture. And let me set my timer. I, I, forgot, I forgot before I went on vacation to set my timer. And I forgot coming back, so glory to God. I'm, I'm, I, I, the Lord reminded me. So Gilbert ain't here to keep me straight. Amen. So now we've got to make sure we transform our minds according to the word of God, according to the kingdom of God, so that our minds don't get caught up in our culture. Amen? That our minds don't grow contrary to kingdom living, to the word of God. Amen? Glory to God. Now, the changing of a mind is an intentional thing to change my mind i must be intentional amen to change my mind it must be a desire watch this of my heart amen. glory to god and all of me to check her watch this if i change my mind i change what i'm watching i change what i'm listening to i change what i'm saying if i if i'm intentional about changing my mind watch this you can't change your mind if you're going to keep doing the same thing if you're gonna keep going the same places, if you're gonna keep looking at the same stuff, if you're gonna keep listening to the same stuff, and then try to convince yourself that it don't affect me, Amen. Glory to God. Watch what Jesus said. Look at look back at Luke chapter. I'm gonna go back to Romans, Amen. But look back at Luke chapter four, Amen, because that's our that's our foundation, Amen. Our foundation of Scripture in this teaching, Amen. Is is Luke. Glory to God, chapter 4, amen, we, gonna, we ain't gonna forget about uh, Isaiah 1, amen, 18 and 19, and we ain't gonna forget about Psalms 1, verse 1 through 3, amen, glory to God, those are things <coughs> that we need to remember if we're gonna live this kingdom life, which is a changed life, which is a better life, amen. Glory to God. Be- How many want a better life? How many know a better life costs? Amen. It costs a man to have a better life. It costs in determination to have a better life. You got to be determined to have a better life. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, glory to God. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why is it necessary for the spirit of the Lord to be upon him as it is necessary for the spirit of the Lord to be upon us? Because there's another spirit that's seeking to be operational in my life. There's another spirit operating in the world and that same spirit seeks to operate in my life. Watch this. The devil don't really care about being in control of you. All the devil don't want is God in control of you. Amen? Now, when the devil see that God is in control of you, he'll seek to take control of you. But as long as the devil see that you're in control of you, he don't care about that. He don't care about that. Watch this. Because you being in control of you is equal to him being in control of you. And so he don't need to be in control of us if we're going to be in control of our own situation and our own circumstance. The thing that puts the devil at bay is when, glory to God, the spirit of the Lord is in control of us. And Jesus. so Jesus say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Amen? And the reason why he's upon me, because he has anointed me, he's upon me, glory to God, for purpose. And that purpose is for me to be anointed, amen? He says, so the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Jesus Christ, amen, God's anointed one and his anointing. The Holy Spirit is on Jesus for Jesus to accomplish the purpose that God put him in the earth. How many of you know that you have a purpose here? How many of you know that we have purpose? We have purpose in the earth. We're not just here, glory to God, to live and die. We're here, glory to God, to bring glory and honor to God while we're here. Amen? And the enemy <coughs> excuse me don't want you and I to accomplish our purpose. And so now he's doing everything that he can to get us off track and to keep us off track. So he said kingdom living is about a change mind. And so Jesus came with a mind different from any other prophet before him, any other teacher before him, any other rabbi before him. Jesus came with a different mindset. Watch this. Because Jesus had the spirit of the Lord upon him. Most of other rabbis, Jewish rabbis, most others of his day, they didn't have the spirit of the Lord upon them. Watch this. They had the spirit of their culture upon them. They had the spirit of their culture on them and not the spirit of the Lord. That's why when they heard Jesus, they say he speaks like nobody else we've heard. He speaks, watch this, less like one or as one having authority. That's what it that's what say. Say he speaks, he conducts himself, he carries himself as one that has authority. Look at somebody and do you have authority? Or better yet, Do you know you have authority? (laughs) Because if you're a child of God, if you're born again, that in and of itself gives you a certain level of authority. And the perspective we want to look at authority from this morning is we want to look at it from the perspective of influence. Influence. Amen. Authority is power and all of those different things, but it's power that gives you authority influence. It's power that gives you influence. And so now Jesus had power, but that power or that authority showed up where? It showed up in his influence. Amen? He had influence with folk. He had influence with people because he had power. And the reason why he had power because he had the anointing. And the reason why he had the anointing is because he had the spirit of of God on him. Amen, so we talk, folk be talking about they spirit filled? Where's your power? Folk be, folk be talking about they, they, they spirit filled, and I'm not even talking about power to lay hands on the sick. I'm not talking about that. Watch this. Because anybody can lay hands on the sick, and they recover, and you ain't got to have no power. Because it's as the spirit will, and watch this, the spirit of God will bypass a fool to heal somebody that's got faith. So you got folks standing in the pulpit that are fools. You got folks that are standing in the pulpit that ain't got don't, don't, don't have no more Jesus than sometimes the devil got himself. And folk are being healed, delivered, and set free. It has nothing to do with the individual in the pulpit. It has everything to do with the power of God. And if Jesus used a donkey... And see, I don't curse, so I don't use that opportunity to curse. See, some preachers, they be in the pulpit and they take every opportunity they can to curse. And y'all be listening to them, and y'all be loving on them, and y'all be like, "Ooh, praise me!" So you like to hear somebody use a word. Even though they might not be using it, they be using it in the right content, but you take it out of context so that you can say the preacher cuss. Huh? Glory to God. But I don't, I don't believe in foolishness. Somebody say foolishness. I don't believe in foolishness. All these folk you know out here acting a fool, you know, in the name of the Lord, I don't believe in that. Glory to God. So now if Jesus, if the Lord can use a donkey in the Bible to get his message across, he can use a donkey today. He can use a donkey with a collar on, with a tie on. Huh? Glory to God. So it has nothing to do with. The individuals, amen, but it has everything to do with the power of God. But now Jesus, the reason why Jesus said, but see the thing about it is, watch this. You can have somebody that can lay hands on the sick and the person that get, get healed don't even respect the person that laid hands on them because they know the lifestyle that they're living, they know the way that they're living, the things that they're doing. And even though that person thank God for their healing, they don't respect the individual that laid hands on them. And so authority must show up in its its simplest form in influence. That means, glory to God, when you're dealing with folk, folk have to be influenced by the God that you live by, by the God that you say you serve, by the God that you say on the inside of you. They must be able to see that God in your life when you're outside the pulpit. And that's called, look at somebody say influence. That's called influence, amen. That's why sometimes, glory to God, now this is not a guarantee, amen, but that's why sometimes our children crazy. That's why sometimes our children are crazy because we don't have influence in our own home and the influence that we do have in our own home is a bad influence. Now it's not that, I'm not saying 100%, amen, because some, you know, some children just go crazy. But sometimes, Sister Diane, they got a reason to go crazy because of glory to God what they see in the home. Amen. They see hypocrisy. They see one thing in church on Sunday and a whole different thing at home on Sunday night. Amen. And so then we be talking about pray for them. Pray for what? You can't pray for something glory to God if you are the the main cause of it. Amen. So Jesus had the spirit of God the Bible say without measure. And that means, glory to God, he not only had the Spirit of God, but he had power, he had authority, and that authority, Miss Fiend, Fiend, was influence. Influence. Influence is the power to shape somebody else because they had contact with you. That's what influence is. Influence, glory to God, is the power to shape somebody else or the ability to shape somebody Glory to God. So now how are we shaping folk? How are we shaping folk? What is our mold? In other words, what comes from me? Amen. What sounds like me? What looks like me? Amen. Glory to God. So he said kingdom living is a living that is lived by a changed Mind. Somebody say change mind. Changed mind. mind. And look at somebody say change your mind. mind. Glory to God. If your mind is not lined up with the word of God, it's time for a mind change. Amen. So the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Watch this. I, I The believers that be going around talking about, you know, ain't nobody perfect, and, 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 and I don't know why you're watching me, because I'm, I'm just like everybody else. I'm human. Glory to God. Now, you wasn't saying that a, few, uh, a few, few minutes or a few days ago when you thought God was using you in something. But now all of a sudden you done did some contrary, contradictory to the kingdom of God. Now all of a sudden you want to sing. You can't sing both songs. You, cannot, you can't sing both songs. Either you for God or you not for God. Either you with God or you not with God. Amen. Glory to God. And you can't be with God just on Sunday. If you with him, you with him all day long. Every day of the week, every week of the month, every month of the year, you with him. Him. Now does that does that mean you don't do anything wrong? Does that mean you don't have all kinds? No, that don't mean that. But that means you don't make no excuses for it. Amen. That means you don't make any excuses for it. Amen. You get up from it, you get forgiveness of it, and you move on down the road from it. Amen. You don't keep doing it. And doing it. And doing it. And talking about everybody human. Glory to God. Kingdom living is different living. See, kingdom living is diff- it's a difference in darkness and light. Amen. I can't, I can't, I can't, watch this. Watch this. Glory to God. I don't care where you stand on that. Amen. The reason why the government, they don't pass laws and stuff about lesbians and homosexuals. Okay? I don't care what, what the government say, what the word of God say. Amen. That's what we live by. That's standard. But watch this. The Lord showed this thing to me so clearly, it had to be him. He said the reason why lesbians and homosexuals are trying to get their rights so bad, he said because the heterosexual adulterers are still allowed to do things in church. He said the heterosexual fornicators are still allowed to stand in the pulpit and have babies from women in the, pool pit, in the congregation and still be the pastor of the church. That's the reason why everybody think they got rights. Because the church has no foundation. Because the church has no, no standing. The church has no rules and regulations. How are you gonna govern one group and let the other group do what they wanna do? Huh? So how, how, you know, how, why shouldn't they want their rights? Why shouldn't they want the opportunity to get married? Why shouldn't they want the opportunity to do what they wanna do? Singing the choir, preaching the pulpit, everybody else doing it? So now why does it stop with me when sin is sin? Huh? Glory to God. And so that's why they're fighting so hard because they see hypocrisy hypocrisy in the church. That's what the problem is. It has nothing to do with what the world is doing. The reason why is because everybody want to be able to, good God Almighty, everybody want to be able to say they serve God but still be able to do what they want to do. Look at somebody and tell them, that's not kingdom living. (laughs) Glory to God. And see, like I say, we treat them worse than we treat them Negroes in the pulpit that's sleeping with everybody. Why? And some of them in the pulpit on the down low. Meaning, meaning, y'all know what it means. See, it's about a changed mind. See, it's about to t- see. we think we're trying to keep something out. We ain't trying to keep something out. We're trying to keep more out. What already should have been stopped done been let go. And now, glory to God, we call ourselves God's policemen. Now we're going to pull out our billy stick. Now we're going to pull out our badge and our gun. And we're going to put more on one group than we put on the other group. And the other group done went crazy. Huh? Somebody say amen. amen. Glory to God. Like I said, I don't care where you stand on it. I don't care what your thoughts or opinion is about it. And every one of y'all sitting here got somebody in y'all family that's dealing with it. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody else say ouch. ouch. Yeah, it's so, that's just the world we live in. Amen. Glory to God. But the bottom line is when it comes down to the kingdom of God and kingdom living, there should be a different way of living. Watch this, good God Almighty. I should have I should have more, more more I don't even know how I want to put it I should have more frustration frustration and anger with folk that's in the pulpit doing foolishness than I got glory to God with somebody that's sitting in the pew or somebody that won't come to church amen, man that's dealing with something glory to God along those lines I should have more compassion for that individual than I got for these fools in the pulpit. Amen? Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody else say amen a little bit louder. Amen. Glory to God. I act like, I act like I'm, I'm, I'm alright. Amen. amen? Glory to God. And so we have authority to influence. How am I going to influence somebody if I got my foot on their neck and I'm glorifying this fool over here? Huh? How am I going to win somebody to Christ with the influence of Christ? Glory to God when I smash in one thing but allowing something else. Huh? Glory to God. Look at somebody and tell them sin is sin. sin. Glory to God. Now don't get it twisted. Don't get me wrong now. Don't think I believe, glory to God, that they ain't got no choice. Just like that joker that's committing adultery got a choice. Just like that joker that's committing fornication got a choice. Just like the liar, the thief. Huh? All of them got choices. Glory to God. Watch this. Somebody say I was born that way. Watch this. You might have been. You might have been. You say, well, Pastor, how can somebody have been born that way? Because the Bible say we all were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But just because I was born with a lust after women, it don't make it all right because that I chase every woman and try to sleep with every woman. I got to change my mind about the way I feel. Somebody say "Amen." amen. Somebody else say ouch. See, glory to God. Sin is sin. And just because I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity don't mean that sin is all right. Huh? Shoot, I've been liking women all my life. I, I've been liking women all my life. Huh? And ain't talking about liking them the right way. I been, I I was shoot. I don't know how old I was when I first started lusting out the women. It wasn't, it wasn't, I, I'm talking about I wasn't 16, 17, 18. Right. Huh? I was a little old Jitty boy. <laughs> when I started looking at, you know, looking for Coke bottles. Some of y'all don't know what that means. <laughs> huh? But but Jerome, just because I had a warped sense, amen, of, of, of life don't mean it was okay. Amen. Glory to God. So now, in order for me to live a kingdom life, and y'all, some of y'all laughing, some of y'all, y'all, most of y'all, men, y'all, I I ain't ain't the only one in that boat. But watch this. It's another boat on the other side of the lake, and it's got women in it that's watching men. How you think men and women get together? How you think a man get a girlfriend and a woman get a boyfriend? It wasn't just the man was looking at the woman. The woman was looking across at him too. Huh? It wasn't just he said, he wrote a note and said, I like you. Do you like me? <laughs> Somebody had to come back. I like you too. Huh? I'm glad you were looking at me because I was looking at you too. I'm glad you said something. <laughs> I'm glad you said something to me because I was scared to say something to you. Huh, somebody look at, look at somebody and say, it's a two-way street. Glory to God. But you got to change your mind when it comes down to kingdom living. You can't think the same way, amen, that you thought when you was in darkness and expect to live better. Amen, watch this. Somebody in the kingdom, that's supposed to be in the kingdom that appears to be in the kingdom but still living not the light but the darkness you worse than somebody who never came out of darkness into the light because watch this people who living in darkness don't offend other folk. it's folk that's who's supposed to be living in the light that's actually sneaking in the dark that's where the offense come because people expect sinners to do what to be sinners to do you know you say well, well all of us sin but all of us don't live in sin that's the difference. That's the difference. And don't you let nobody else, don't you let nobody fool you or keep fooling you that you ain't no better than nobody else because you sin too. You don't live in sin. If you're born again, you might commit a sin. But you don't live a sinful lifestyle. Huh? So you got folks who trick some of y'all up. Some of y'all be challenging you all salvation, whether or not y'all say because glory to God, you 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 sin. Yeah, you, you sin. Now, and, and watch this. Let me tell you a secret. You're going to sin again if you keep living. But you don't live in sin. You don't live in. Remember I used to tell you all the time, if the devil gets you one way this week, he shouldn't get you the same way next week and the week after and the week after. You ought to make that joker work. Uh, you ought to make him work. You ought to tell him, no, I, I know that trick. You you got me last time on that one. You, you got to use some more. You're going to use some more ammunition on me. You ain't going to just use one gun. You're going to use your gun. You're going to use your knife. You're going to use your machete. You're going to use your sword. You're going to use everything you got in your arsenal if you're going to get me again. huh? That's what it's all about, glory to God. So we let folk trick us up and make us think we ain't saved. And then we start with saying, well, it's okay because everybody's seen. Somebody say kingdom living, kingdom living. is better living. It's different living. Amen. Watch this. Kingdom living is about influence. Amen. But kingdom living is about exchange. Kingdom living is about exchange. Watch this. Sister, Auntie Helen, and exchange is glory to God when you, amen, you switch something of equal or more value. Huh? See, when you give God what you got that's good, God give you his good. When you give God what you got that's a little bit better, he give you better. But when you start giving God your best, good God Almighty. Watch this. When you give God your best, hmm, and God got start giving you his best, it's an exchange, but it's not an equal exchange. huh? Because your best can never match God's best. But all it takes is your best to get God's best. See, kingdom living, amen, is about influence, but it's about an exchange. It's about an exchange. It's about giving up something for something, glory to God, that's of equal value or more value. Amen? When I travel, glory to God, to to the Philippines and I have to transfer U.S. dollars into pesos, I get more pesos than I have dollars. Huh? When I go to uh, Africa, I go to Tanzania, and I exchange dollars for shillings I get more shillings than I give dollars. It's a greater exchange. Amen. Sometimes it's greater. Sometimes it's lesser. It just depends what's in your own. But it always should be almost equal. Amen. It should always be at least almost equal. Watch this. But the greater is always greater. God is always greater than you. So watch this. Your good ain't as good as his good. Your better, ain't it it don't match up to his better. And your best sure can't touch his best. But it's an exchange in the kingdom. God give you of him because you decide to give him good God almighty. Good God Almighty. And when you start when you start understanding, amen, watch this. We're talking about influence, amen. It's not really my influence that you should be concerned about. It's not really your influence that I'm concerned about, Sister Violet. The influence that we're concerned about is, amen, is the influence of the power of the Spirit of God. And when God, watch this, when God start influencing me by his Spirit, glory to God, then I begin to experience his exchange. If there's first an the influence, then there'll be an exchange. But some of us trying to exchange, trying to get God's stuff. Huh? But we don't want his influence. Now, I don't know we don't want his influence. We won't pray, won't study, won't read his word, won't spend time with him. But we always calling somebody, talking about pray for me and pray for us and pray for this and pray for that. Have you prayed for this? And the reason why you haven't prayed for this because you haven't yielded and submitted to the influence of the spirit of God and so you don't even feel like you're in a position to ask God for an exchange. You want me to go to the exchange and take the money, take your money and get an exchange based on where I am. Kingdom living is better living and it comes by a change of mind. A change of mind. Amen? Glory to God. You see, God want us to live this kingdom life because he want us to achieve something for the kingdom of God. See, most of us trying to achieve something for ourselves. But we need to be trying to achieve something for the kingdom of God. And the thing, Sister Madrina, that God want us to achieve is recognition is recognition and supremacy. But it's not a natural recognition. And, and the problem is, see, God give us a spirit of supremacy, but we want to be supreme over each other. Hmm? He gave us a spirit of supremacy. Not that I can be supreme over white folk, a white folk can be supreme over me, or I can be supreme over Hispanic folk, or Hispanic folk can be supreme over me. He wants me, glory to God, to have a spirit of supremacy so I can dominate the spirit of darkness, by the spirit of light. Amen? Glory to God. That's why way back in Genesis, he said, glory to God way back in Genesis, he, he give us dominion over everything, good God Almighty, but each other. And see, that's the problem, is everybody want to have authority over everybody else or dominion over everybody else and the thing that you should be dominating, they dominating you. We want to dominate people while our situation is dominating us. Huh? We want to be, you know, it is, it's from the pulpit all the way to the back though. You know, some preachers want to be in charge of everybody's life, everything that's got to do with their life. Amen. Preachers want to tell folk how to, what to do in their homes. I ain't finna pay no rent at your house. I ain't finna pay no light bill. I don't care when you run your AC. Amen. So, I ain't finna pay no bills, they ain't finna tell you how to run them. Amen. I ain't gonna tell you in my name, and I ain't gonna tell you in the name of the Lord. I'm not gonna prophesy to you about your house, and I'm not gonna prophesy lie to you about your house. Amen. Because I don't wanna be in charge of your house. Because I don't want to be responsible for your house. Me got one. Me got bills. Me's trying to pay my bills. I don't want to be in charge of paying yours. Amen. Me got three children. Huh? I ain't finna spend my time trying to tell you how to raise yours. Huh? Why should I spend my time trying to tell you how to raise your children when the Word of God specifically tells us how God wants us to raise them? But the reason why you want me to tell you how to raise your children, because you want to be able to tell them this is what Pastor Camp said. Because they ain't going to listen to what you said because you have no influence. And you say, well, Pastor, who are you talking to? I'm talking to who I'm talking to. Amen. Amen? You have no influence, so you want my influence to rule your house. I can't rule your house. Pastor William, my brother-in-law, for low so many years, Sister Jennifer, my sister for low so many years. Sister Madrina, Pastor Dawson for so many years. Ask them have I ever said anything to them about any of their children. Not a thing. Ask any of their children, have I ever called them or said anything to them about them? Ask any of them. Got my own business to tend to. Huh? And my, my business is enough. Amen? But I have to watch what I do and what I say and who I am because you never know where they see you at. Amen? I was sitting outside an establishment one day and somebody called me. Say, Uncle Andre. Uncle Andre, who calling me? I'm sitting outside a business establishment and somebody called me so they see me. I don't see them. So you never know where folks see you at. Amen? Amen? But I was in my righteous mind when they saw me. I had on shorts. I think I had on shorts. Maybe I had on pants. And I had a T-shirt on. And I was sitting by a white young lady. And we were conversing. Wholesome talk. I wasn't trying to rap. Wasn't trying to hit on. Wasn't trying to spit no game. I was just chit-chatting like I do with everybody. You know, people meet me and they, they be acting like they know me all their life. And I don't know why. But the reason why I saw the valley is because that's I. Right. Amen. So I got all, I got, I, I sat by this lady about 20 minutes with the violence. I know she lived, she's from Wana She moved to Georgia. She back in Florida, and she's thinking about going back to Georgia. Her son went to Georgia with her when he was 14, 15. When he turned 19, she decided to come back. He wanted to stay in Georgia. She decided she's glad he stayed in Georgia because she thinks she might want to go back to Georgia just start telling me stuff. (laughs) And I, I, Andrea, I ain't even got to this point to even tell her I'm a preacher. But she just, amen, glory to God. So you got to be careful because your influence is going to affect your exchange. Amen? If you want more for what you got, you got to make sure what you got is worth something. Amen? If you want more for what you have, you got to make sure what you have is worth something. Amen? Your exchange, and I'm done. If you understand, glory to God, your exchange, and I went to exchange first. Amen? Your influence, your uh, kingdom living, kingdom living, write this down, ICE, I-C-E. A changed mind. You know, in sports, when they say somebody got ice in their veins, they say, saying, glory to God, no matter what their individual face, no matter what challenge happened, that person going to be smooth. That person's going to be cool. They used to have a guy in the NBA back in the day, George Gervin. His name was the Iceman. Iceman Gervin. Smooth. They had a guy with the Lakers. His name was Silk. He was smooth. Amen? Ice. See, in the kingdom, you got to be smooth. In the kingdom, you got to be like ice. You got to have influence. I already gave you the exchange. I jumped the gun. I got excited. So I'm not ice right now. I got excited. And the other thing is your influence affects your communication. Your communication affects your exchange. Who you talking to is going to affect what you're getting. Amen? So now when you hang around fools, you're getting foolish advice. Girl, if I was you, you ain't. Huh? And the ones that say, girl, if I was you, they ain't doing what they say they would be doing if they was you. So if they ain't doing what they say they would be doing if they was you, why would you do what they say they would do if they would was you when they're not doing what they say they would do? Huh? Somebody missed that, but ask the Lord to give you some discernment. <laughs> give you the spirit of interpretation. Amen? So now, I'm living this kingdom life because I gotta change mind. If I gotta change mind, my change mind causes me to be a person of authority, but what we, what we put in for authority is the aspect of influence. Amen? When I start acting on the influence, watch this, when I start acting on influence or the authority that I have the communication that I receive will be different because I'm receiving different information from different sources when I actually start tapping into my authority or my influence. See, when I become an influential person, I don't want to hear from everybody. I don't want to hear everybody's opinion. I don't want to hear about. You know, people get mad at folk who done roles because they don't wanna hear they, you know, they don't wanna listen to them no more. You know, why would Brother Hawthorne take advice from me? Me and him. Started off together here. We had information given to us, presented to us. Brother Hawthorne took that information, and he began to apply that information, and he began to elevate. This him, this me. He began to elevate himself. Every now and then I would itch up, but then I would drop back down. Then all of a sudden, he elevated to such a place that it was so much separation between us that we no longer have anything in common I don't even run in the same circles. I don't even have time to even say hello unless, unless he hit me up on social media and just say, hey, how you, I, he hit me up and say, hey, how's it going down there? Because <laughs> I sure ain't hitting him up saying, hey, how's it going up there? Because I'm mad at him because he up there. And I'm saying to him, I'm saying about him, not to him. Because we're not on, even on the same scale. I'm saying about him to other folk who died here with me, he make me mad. He make me sick. I can't stand. And the beeper went beep, 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 beep. They don't even want to cut off. So you know it want me to stop. So now he way up there, I'm way down here. I ain't talking to him, but I'm talking about him. And I'm saying of him, he make me sick because he think he's so much. Why am I saying that about him? Why would I say I make me sick because I didn't do the same thing he did? Both of us had the same information, had the same opportunity, but he elevated himself. But I decided to stay where I am. And so people, glory to God, who use their authority or their influence to elevate, they don't even communicate with the same folk because the, the communication they had with folk that were down here, the communication is different. He talking about, I'm mad, and he up here glad. He talking one, from one perspective, and he on a whole different, from a whole different perspective. So once your influence starts kicking in, you don't even communicate on the same level. Huh? Now watch this. What I'm really trying to tell you is, is when that if the influence of God start kicking into our lives, we start communicating more with God than we communicate with anybody else. Amen. And the only time we communicate with other folk outside of God is when God instructs us or direct us because you can't listen to everybody. You can't take advice from everybody. Amen. Glory to God. Not when you communicate on a whole different level. And that, that's the, the communication on that different level is what going to, glory to God, affect your exchange. Watch this. When I go to that counter, I better know the exchange rate. Because everybody is not as honest as me. Amen? So now you come to the counter, and I'm on the other side of the world, now I'm going to make sure you get everything that's coming back to you. But I can't be assured that when I'm in a foreign country, and somebody look at me, And they know, glory to God, when they say something to me in Tagalog, and I can't understand Tagalog, all I understand is USA. And I don't even understand real English. I understand American English. And so now they understand. I don't understand what they're talking about or what they're saying. Now, if I don't understand what the exchange rate is, I can leave that counter having given $100 to the person good God Almighty, ain't got my wallet. Having given $100 to that person and just because they give me a bill back that say $100 on it don't mean that that's equal to the $100 I gave them. Amen? See, Sister Madrid, I need about 10 of them. I need about 10 of them and some other stuff that goes along with them to even think about getting close to a $100. But if I don't understand that, see I don't have to communicate the language, huh? But I better communicate. <laughs> Amen. So now if my communication ain't right, how am I going to assure that my exchange is right? How am I going to ensure that my exchange is right? I had last time I went over to the Philippines I had to exchange some money because I had, to, I had a layover in Manila and I had to get a room. I decided to get a room. My layover was so long, I decided to get a room. The lady at the airport told me, Sister Regina, she said, there's a, the rooms are about 30, you can get a room for about 35 bucks. Get a room for about 35 bucks. I said, okay. She said, there's an exchange office over on the other side of my office. So I go over to the exchange office, I give them $100, I get my money. Now, if I don't know what I'm supposed to get back, what the exchange is supposed to look like, when I get to the hotel and start shelling out money, and people tell me, hey, you ain't got enough. Hey, I gave this lady $100. I know I should have at least 35 but if I don't know, amen, so I got to have some kind of communication. So what I do the whole while I'm over there, I get a good understanding because the exchange rate changes. And so when I'm talking to the kids, I'm talking to the pastor, talking to his, his wife, talking to their children, I'm constantly asking them, what is the exchange rate? Because boy, what I know is right now I'm with them and they handling everything. But they are about 12, 16 hours I'm going to leave from where they are and I'm going to deal with folk I don't know. And so what I need to do, I need to communicate to, with them enough so I get a picture in my head of how much i actually supposed to get back when I get somebody a $100 bill. So the communication helps me when it comes down to the exchange. If you're not communicating with God on a regular and a consistent basis through his word. Amen. Watch this. Let me tell you a secret. You need the word of God more than you need praying to God. Because when you start praying to God, you need to pray to God according to the word of God. Because the Bible says, put me in remembrance of my word. And sometimes we praying to God and we're not getting anything from God because we're not talking God's lingo. We're not talking God's language. See, God's language is not English, it's not Japanese, how will God choose which language is superior to him? How would God say that English is the preferred language of heaven when he got Japanese children? How would God say Japanese is the preferred language of heaven when he got Chinese children? So now, if all of us from different backgrounds, from different cultures, from different languages, and we communicate with the same God, there must be an equalizer. And that an equalizer is the word of God. He said, put me in remembrance of my word. Even though when I go to him, his fiend, I talk to him in English, I must talk to him according to his word. And God responds to his word and not my tear, Huh? Because there's a whole lot of crime be going on, but no results happening. Because we're speaking to God in terms and in languages that he don't understand. He understands his word. And so we're talking to God, but we're not talking to God about his word. We're talking to God about our situation. And your situation don't remind God who he is. It's his word that reminds him who he is in your situation. Man, I could preach a whole another sermon. My my buzzer done went off, and y'all still got me. See, that's why Gilbert needs to come to church, because y'all be talking about, okay, pastor, go ahead on. You got a few more minutes. Then a few minutes turn into a few more minutes, and before you know it, praise God. It's all good, With <laughs> that, Kingdom living, a changed mind. If you're going to ch- get a changed mind, glory to God, tell somebody, put some ice in your drink. Ice in your drink. <laughs> when you make Kool-Aid, Warm Kool-Aid ain't no good. You got to put some ice in that stuff. Amen. Tea. Somehow, some people drink warm tea. You know, they drink hot.